Fucking. You just said the throne. That's all I wrote. Well, like, write the actual fucking quote next time. I didn't put quotes around it's it. It's the so. fucking Iron Paraphrasing. Throne. Give it its proper fucking title. I'm please. done with your shit. Well, respect the fucking material. Respect the Iron Throne. <laughs> And welcome to another episode of Brotherhood Without Manners, your favorite full spoiler rereading podcast of George R. R. Martin's A Song of Ice and Fire series, starting with a Game of Thrones, and we are almost done with it. As always, I am one of your co-hosts, Zach. Sitting next to me is my dipshit of a brother, Nate. Hey, I discovered right now that I like the shape of your waveform from your AO. Did it look like a Kamehameha? No, it just looked cool, though. Oh, it's pretty sweet. That's cool. more like a Big Bang. Oh, sweet. There you go. All right. It doesn't. But, you know, you were bitching about me being a dipshit, so I had to boost your ego somehow. All righty. Wow. So, if you've never listened to us before, Nate does that, and I talk about Game of Thrones. Uh, we are full spoiler, so if you haven't read the books, we will ruin things for them, especially with these chapters that we've been recently reading. Yeah, since we're at the reading. end of the first book, yeah. and, you know... We already know what happens at the end anyway. But so. if you listened before, welcome back. Thank you for joining. You probably listened to our last episode, which was Tyrion 9, Tyrion's final chapter in A Game of Thrones, and Tyrion was promoted. Yeah, it was a pretty cool chapter. We got to see some Tywin sweating a little bit, and it's fucking... His, and also seeming to acknowledge Tyrion's usefulness and he, resourcefulness yeah. and his wisdom, where Tyrion does the famous throw the wine glass on the yeah. floor and say, there's your piece. Yeah. You, you know, Joffrey saw to that when he took Rob, uh, Ned Stark's head. And even if Tyrion was a little upset that the reason Tywin was acknowledging him was because he was acting as though now Jamie was done. Lost, yeah. I mean, it's a shit way to do it, but you're getting the acknowledgement. Ever the pragmatist like, is yeah, Tywin, exactly. you know, he's going to go with his next best th- bet. Yeah, that's it, the next thing. And, and for him, it's family continuing yeah. the line, and Tyrion is, regardless of if Tywin likes it. But this episode, we are reading John. Nine. John's final chapter the, at the wall. The final chapter at the wall. The we get the, wall. the wrapping up in the north. And last we left John, John was pretty upset because Ned Stark had been imprisoned. Right. And people weren't telling him, except Samuel Tarley had read the letter to him in secret. So he kind of was waiting and in an entitled, very entitled sense of sort of way, expecting Mormont to divulge this information yeah. to him. And he was getting pissed when it wasn't happening and very petulant. And, and Mormont put him in his fucking place. Yeah, and uh, Eamon did as well, saying, yes. you know, I'm one, revealing that he's Eamon Targaryen, yes. and two, basically saying, God saw fit to test my vows three fucking times, and all three times I chose to stay here through the destruction of my house. And so, did I choose right? I don't know. I've had to live with that decision. And so, you've got that choice to make now as well. And you're not the only person who's ever had to make that choice because that's the choice every person who comes to the wall has to make of, do I keep these vows or do I forsake them all and go do what I feel is right? And so, we pick up with John, with John saddling a horse. Yeah. He's decided to dip. Yeah, so... As a full spoiler, we know that he's gotten the news now that Ned is dead. Yeah. Dead Rob's and... marching to war, has called all the banners, yeah. and is heading south. And Samwell Tarly is there pleading with him not to leave. Don't, mm. don't go. Just don't do it, Yeah, John. there is a, a cold wind blowing that is startling his mare, and so John is calming her. And he calls ghosts to him, and the wolf was there with eyes like embers. And so this is the first point I would like to make. 
we've gotten the comet referenced now from Bran, and we don't get it at this chat this chapter for John. John doesn't notice the comet, but this chapter is saturated with the color red. Yeah, I was hoping you would get to that soon because I feel like your notebook is yelling at me. Yeah, because it's like down the fucking side margin of his entire notebook. It's just red, 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 rum, red, 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 fucking weird. It, it, and this <laughs> is this is the first part of it. This is, I think. John's comment, like this, is what John is putting his faith and belief in: is this color red, and and sort of the different symbols we'll get for it, because the red sort of symbolizes this internal for in this chapter for John, red will start to symbolize this internal conflict he's having of should I stay or should I go now? Yeah, don't and do that so, again. <laughs> I'm kidding. That was wonderful. And so yeah, uh, the wolf's eyes were burning like embers. Yeah, Sam is pleading with him, please don't go, and he's standing in the stable Step door. Step aside, Sam, or I'll run you down. There's a full moon behind Sam, and John notes that he casts a giant's shadow, which I just think is. That's Excellent, cool. because Tyrion Got the exact did the same. exact same thing, and there's a lot in this about the shadows that men can cast, and the fact that Samuel Tarly, this craven... This... Well, I think it's funny with him especially being such a heavy guy that on that first read, you're just, yeah, well, obviously he casts a big fucking uh-huh. shadow, look at him, but it's showing that, like, he's a bigger man and than, then this than is, John. And this is one of John, uh, Sam's bravest moments here is he's standing up to and, and you know if you've ever moment. if you've ever read harry potter like it's easy to st- it's hard to stand up to our enemies but it's even harder to stand up to our friends and he's really trying to tell john like we need like sh- shit's going on up here like we need you like you're a great fighter you're uh, a kind of glue for us like you you banded some of the boys together like don't go and forsake this and become a criminal. Right. And so it's a brave, mo- yeah, it's his Neville yeah. Longbottom moment. John ignores the fuck out John of him. John ignores the <laughs> shit out of <laughs> and him. And he charges straight at him once he climbs up on his horse, knowing that poor Sam is going to eventually jump. But he out did. Of he held his ground till the last second. I think that fucking John underestimated the shit out of him. There. Yeah, like fuck you, John. Fuck yeah, you. he but he does leap aside yeah. and the whor- the mayor jumps over him and, and John takes off into the night and we get the castle black was silent as he rides out of it with ghost at his side. There were men on the walls, of course, but they're looking north, yeah. not south. And so he says that he needs to put as much space between him and the wall as he can. And he thinks about how he left. Uh... Well, he first he thinks he doesn't think that Sam is brave enough to wake up. The bear, uh, well, Lord Mormon. Ba ba ba. Um, as he's riding out, he does think on Sam that he hopes Sam didn't hurt himself <laughs> jumping. But he starts flexing his hand, his burning yeah, hand. Yeah, yeah. And we learned that it was recently unbandaged, and so he's got the taut skin. Does it say it's red fleshy? Stuff? You know, but oh, okay. you had just mentioned in Danny's chapter how quickly they tend to heal. Truth and. He's already got it unbandaged and, and is able to flex it out it. and try to yeah. bend this burnt, burnt skin. Like, I I, I thought that was pretty quick that it was already unbandaged. Yeah, and, granted, and he's holding he's scarring and, and stuff, but, like, he's still healed. Yeah, he's still able to hold a, horse, a mare's reins yeah, yeah. And, and guide a mare and just has to flex it out. It does start to pain him a little bit in this chapter, but I think this is another point of the kind of the Targaryen blood yeah, healing yeah. factor. And so, yeah, he... Uh, just wants to put as much distance as he can before, right. and he thinks that Gior Mormont tends to rise at first light, and so he had basically until then, if Sam did not betray him and tell everybody, yeah, because he thinks yeah. Sam's easily frightened, but he loved John like a brother, so he wouldn't 
he, he would tell he the would, truth if questioned, but he doubts he alarm. would go and wake Mormont up because Sam's kind of a coward about that kind of stuff. Yeah. So Yeah, and so as he's riding, he's kind of plotting out his course, you know, deciding how he, he clearly needs to change his clothes because he's going to stick out like a sore thumb, and so he's going to steal some shit. Uh, he... Are you good? Keep going, yeah. Yeah, so he's um, thinking about trading his horse so that way he can keep continuing further south because if he rides this one too far, it's going to tire anyway. Mm. Um, But he thinks on Winterfell and how he's not going to go to Winterfell because Bran would accept him with open arms, but Meister Lewin would be like, nah, yo, definitely shouldn't be doing that. Yeah, um, he also thinks that, uh, about Castle Black, that when he didn't appear to fetch Mormont his breakfast, they would go looking for him. Oh, yeah. And when they entered his cell, Didn't they would- mention Longclaw being- They there? would find Longclaw okay, yeah. leaning on his bed, and because even Jorah Mormont didn't take the sword when he left, so John isn't going to yeah. take that He said he had him. enough honor- to leave that behind. Yeah, and he, he feels bad when he thinks of the old bear, that his desertion would be salt in a still raw wound of his son's disgrace, and it was a poor way to repay his trust. And no matter what John did, he felt like he was betraying someone. And so that, I think, But is that's just, exactly what Eamon was saying. That, well, like, that's, that's, that's the, the whole point of the, the, the decision, and he thinks that even now he doesn't know if he's doing the honorable thing, riding south to go. Right. And he right. thinks that, yeah, the Southerners probably had it much easier with the Septons, where they could go to them and the Septons could say, here's what the gods want from you, but the Starks worshipped the old gods, the nameless gods, and they don't answer when you speak, which... In Branch Chapter, we get the speaking of the wind, and there is a cold, dead wind, as John describes it, blowing this night. Well, yeah, because it's funny that we learned from uh, Asha there, Osha? Mm. Osha. 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 In Branch Chapter, that the gods are talking. You just need to listen. And he has fucking Ghost here with him. Yeah. Who's looking at him with the face of a werewood, essentially. Mm -hmm. Like, yeah. So, yeah, he um, he slows his horse down when the last lights of Castle Black start to vanish behind him. And it was a long road, he thinks, and he only has the one horse. And so, yeah, he uh, then begins contemplating Winterfell, decides not to, to go there at all because, yeah. as you said, and yet he, he, still he, thinks he of pictures it, it as the day he left. And he wants to hear Bran laugh and eat Gage's cooking and hear old Nan's tales of the children of the forest and Florian the Fool. Which more set up for Clash of Kings yeah, because Flory and the Fool is he gonna come Dantos becomes Sansa's yeah little fairy tale that's happening. So it's funny because uh, he he because that mate reminds him that like he I'm not riding south for Winterfell. Mm-hmm. That's not why I'm going there. I'm Ned Stark's son and Rob's brother. Yeah. Um, not a Mormon. Yeah, the, the gift of a fine sword like Longclaw did not make him a Mormon. Nor was he a Targaryen. <laughs> Who chose honor three times, and even now, John couldn't decide if he was craven or strong and true. Yet, he understood the pain of choosing. It, man, that's I such a loaded line like, right there. And I'm not, a, nor was he a Targaryen. Yeah. Like, fuck. Yeah, it's, 
And and the fact though, like he can't decide if if what Eamon did was brave or like yeah, the, the and that's what like the, and, and and John's thinking that like how the fuck do you think Eamon feels, dude? Like his right. whole house died, exactly. and he might have not realistically been able to do anything to prevent it, but he could have tried. And, yeah. and and then he thinks that Tyrion Lannister yes. claimed most men would rather deny a hard truth than face it, but John was done with denials. He was who he was. Jon Snow, bastard and oathbreaker, motherless, friendless, and damned. For however long remained of his life, he'd be condemned to be an outsider, the silent man in the shadows who dares not speak his true name. But it made no matter, so long as he lived long enough to take his place by his brother's side to help avenge his father. So, Dude. angsty, angst angst the man in the shadows i'll speak not my name but i the the man in the shadows who like it's so funny that he's forced like he's kind of telling his own story without realizing mm-hmm. it, that his name can't be told or telling ned's story you know your name sh- can't, can't actually be, yeah. be said throughout and the seven even kingdoms his and... future here with the night's watch he'd be condemned to be an outsider like he he's always even because because of his crazy ideas of later on full spoiler reread letting the wildlings yeah, through yeah, the wall and the, all this he's and... ostracized and eventually fucking killed for it like he is this outsider who is friendless well not friendless he's got Sam no, he's and got them, all but... the friends that he does have are just fiercely loyal I think yeah is what yeah Dumbledore would say <laughs> and it, yeah it's it's just interesting A that fierce fierce friend that he's thinking the only thing that matters with his pathetically pitiful little life is getting to his father and brother's side but Mormont will flip that on him at the end and say yeah you're supposed to be at this fucking wall with us with your wolf right now because yeah, shit's is... popping off yeah and so it's it's great setup for that right. at the end so him uh with his little internal monologue there reminds him of rob and so he starts to think of him as he knew him and he knows that he's gonna have to sneak to rob in disguise mm. and he just tries to imagine the look on rob's face when he reveals himself and then he realizes that he can't manage to get a smile on rob's face in this in scenario yeah yeah and he thinks about uh the garrett yeah the, he thinks the about deserter, hands, his man. father beheaded the day they found the dire wolves and he wonders what eddard would have done if it was benjen uncle ben instead it didn't bear thinking about though because john thinks he knows what ned would do and stick to honor and well because so that's what's funny he says surely uh Rob would welcome him for certainty mm. or else and then he can't bear to think about it so he just kind of yeah. continues on the road. Yeah, and no, because like, realistically he knows. Yeah, Rob is like you're you're condemned. You broke your vows to the Night's Watch like by and Rob is the lord right. of Winterfell. The, of all people like who and that has is, to. Yeah. Yes, he has to for every fucking precedence of every custom in the north. He has to behead Jon Snow or lose all his bannermen while he's marching to fucking war. Like, and so that's why John immediately, skirt, skirt, like, no, I'm not going to think about that. And he breaks into a gallop as if to outrun his doubts. Yeah, and which point uh, Ghost keeps pace for quite a while and then kind of drifts off and does his own thing, it even mentioned. Yeah, he, he thinks was... uh, this, this gallop is dangerous, but he doesn't fear death, but he doesn't want to die 
like uh, like a deserter of the Night's Watch, bound and beheaded like a common brigand. If he must die, let it be sword in hand, fighting his father's killers. He was no true Stark, but he could die like one. Which, hmm, it's, I mean, like, you're gonna, you're gonna lead these crazy rangings north of the wall, like, you're gonna fight the wild, like, John, just fucking chill, you angsty little turd. It, it frustrates <laughs> me. But yeah, eventually Ghost disappears, and John, John trusts that. He'll, he'll find yeah. his way back, as he does. And so he gets to Molestown, riding through Molestown, most of which is underground. And the men of the walls would often come down here because of the whores, yeah, which they called buried treasures. And so he's like, well, what the fuck? Like, why is what I'm doing any different than what they're doing? They're forsaking their vows coming. Yeah, he wonders here. if any are down there right now, like, getting laid. And he stops and dismounts beyond the village. Uh, because this yeah. uh, also, again, with the red, this is the red light. Uh, this is the red lantern district. Yeah. Uh, and he sees the red lanterns outside burning. This is the color red again, where this is oath-breaking. This is a symbol of the Night's Watchmen's Vows breaking. breaking. Uh, in, but in the most common, it happens all the time. Yeah, it's yeah. known. No one really cares. And so it's this, again, this inner turmoil of what what if is what John's doing really so wrong at this point? Because all he's done is Road to Molestown, which everybody's fucking done. Yet he's galloping. He's, like, breaking his neck. Like, yeah, I'm he's... almost going to kill himself on this horse, thinking, trying to outrun his own shit Fears more so than anything worries. else. And so, yeah, he dismounts beyond the village and stops at a small stream drink and drinks and, and splashes some on his face. And his fingers started throbbing at this point and his head pounded. And he thinks, if I'm doing the right thing, why do I feel so bad? And he walks the horse for a while and starts to think about the recklessness of his crazy galloping charge. And he hears a frightened animal and calls out for Ghost. Yeah. And Ghost does not appear. And he begins to worry for his wolf. So he decides to stop and eat and fill his stomach so that ghost can catch up to him. Yeah, because he kind of thinks about it logically after worrying for a minute that there's nothing in these woods besides maybe a bear that could fucking bother ghost. And so, like, ghost isn't so stupid that he's going to fuck with a bear, so he doesn't really have to worry too much about ghosts. Yeah, so he's sitting under a tree, eating, chilling, with his mare feeding, and he hears begins to hear some horses and voices coming from the north, and... By this point, they're too close for him to outrun. Do so you he, think the animal was anything to do with this? I feel like the animal might have been something, but I, I feel like it was more just potentially them coming. That's what I was going to ask was, do you animal. think it might have just been them either galloping pips, crazy. squeaking, yeah. squealing out loud, or, yeah, scaring some little Or a horse even, or, like, neighing, yeah. you know, whatever, yeah. And so he leads his mare down to the trees trying to like hide crouching hoping that they'll just ride past and he hears four or five voices arguing over where john went and he recognizes his friends pip gren uh toad and halder and they all fell silent when gren thinks he hears something or pip thinks he hears something yeah that's john realizes oh shit he didn't go to mormon but he didn't go to sleep either that yeah no he went, went to and our rounded friends. up the posse yeah and so a long while passes as they all sit in silence and ghost comes bounding out of the woods causing john's mare to whinny and the others hear it and start coming over and john looks at ghost and calls him yeah, a traitor yeah which is like that's what he's technically doing he's becoming a traitor to mm. the 
to the Night's Watch, I banged the table. You fucking suck. The first time in 70 episodes compared to your 150 times. And so, yeah, John saddles up, but they're on him, and he draws his sword, warning them off. I don't want to hurt you, but I will. And they surround him, seven in all. Which maybe if it was day one, he could handle them all. Even now, I could cut through the five of you like carving a cake. But he trained them all, and they're pretty adept yeah. now. So. And so John is spinning in circles, which I just thought he's spinning his mare in circles, but he's literally going in circles at this point with this argument yeah. in his fucking head. Oh, yeah. And so the boys close in around him, and they begin to say, say the, the, vows. the vows. Like, this moment right here is just like, fuck you, Yeah, John. no, like, this is yeah. a really good moment. Yeah, and... As they are saying it, they're getting in closer and closer, and Pips reaches over and grabs the reins of John's mare. Yeah, because he's trying to argue, tell him, I know the vow. Yeah. Stop. Yeah, damn Stop. you all. The others take you. And, yeah, Pip grabs the reins and says, kill me now or come back with me. And John lowers his sword with a, damn you all. And he agrees because uh, Pip's like, you're like you're not going to like be a bitch about this, right? You're just going to cut. And John's like, yeah, no, I won't flee. Like, And... He basically does not remember most of the ride. Well, he turns to Ghost and says, small help you were. And Ghost looks at him with red eyes looking at him knowingly. So do you think that Ghost attacked the animal to attract them? Ghost is his comet. Ghost is leading John where he needs to be. I think that Ghost attacked the animal to get the boy's attention which led them to the horse. Yeah, that's why Ghost so that he could stayed out. back because every other time when John is doing, Ghost runs ahead of him. Yeah. Ghost lagged behind this time. To lead To his lead the boys to, to him. him. Yeah. Ghost knew Jeez exactly what Ghost was doing please. to get him back where they need to be, which is at the fucking wall. Like That's uh, one more reason that I think because these wolves are so important. That's why Namiria was in Whispering Woods. <laughs> oh, my God. Shut up. <laughs> but, yeah, the red eyes looking at him knowingly. The red, again, this yeah. where he's supposed to be versus where he should be. And, yeah, he, he doesn't the, – the ride back seemed much shorter, and they yeah. made really good time. The red lanterns were extinguished at this point in the lantern the red, district. Yeah, because he's on his back. The, the mole's town, the, the oath-breaking doesn't apply anymore. He's going back, and Ghost has managed to convince right, him back yeah. where they need to go. And so – Castle Black did not seem like home when it appeared this time, though. And he thinks that they can't watch him all the time. Yeah, and he'll he'll find his two time soon enough to to get out of there again. And he'd take a different route and and go this way yeah, so they couldn't to track him. East Watch by the sea, and then go down. And yeah, I'll head out through the mountains with the wildling clans or the northern clans, and like fuck you, John. So Sam is waiting for them at the stables, and he tells, "I'm glad they found you, John. I'm not." Fuck off, John. And when day broke, John goes to get Old Bear's breakfast. I like that before we get that far when they're saddling or raining, cleaning up the horses and shit, stabling them, that Pip's like, everybody get ready for a long fucking day. Thanks Mm. to fucking Lord Snow here, we all got to work a regular day with absolutely no sleep because he wanted to go for a midnight fucking John through the fucking woods. Yeah, kind of calling him on his shit. So, yeah, he gets the old bear's uh, breakfast, brings it up to him, and he finds Mormont at his window seat writing with the raven chilling near him. And uh, old bear tells him to put the food put on, it the, on table. the table and get him some beer. Give him some beer. So John does, and Mormont just picks up with him. Doubtless you loved your father. The things we love destroy us every time, lad. Remember I told you that? And John says, I remember not wanting to talk yeah, about I his father. I remember. Even with Mormont. And Mormont tells him, never forget it. Hard truths are the ones to hold tight. 
You look weary. Was your moonlight ride so tiring? And John <laughs> is like the kid caught. His throat goes dry. You know? And the raven echoes. No. No. Which is fucking raven, man. The old bear snorted. So I also think that it's funny because he didn't technically know. And so it's more like I, I also feel like the raven had that like, no, he didn't know. Mm. But Eamon told him. So. Yeah. Uh, he says, think I'm Lord Commander because I'm stupid. Eamon told me you'd go. I told him you'd be back. I know my men and the boys. Honor set you on the king's road. Honor brought you back. My friends brought me back, actually. I didn't say it was your honor. Fucking. Oh, man. He puts him in his place. You know, Mormont. I I hate what happens to Mormont because I love Mormont so much. Yeah, yeah. And John starts pissy fitting around. They killed my father. You expect me to do nothing? As he stamps his foot. And like Henry Winkler from the Water Boy when he's Oh god. I hate him, I hate him, I hate I him. I hate him, I hate him, I hate him. <laughs> and uh Mormont says, Truth be told, we expected you to do just as you did. I ordered a watch kept over you. You were seen leaving. Even if your friends uh if your friends didn't fetch you, you would have been taken along the way. And not by friends. Yeah. And so yeah, you would uh you would have been probably beaten a little bit and brought back. Not nicely. And John felt a fool, but tells Mormont, I know the penalty for desertion, my lord. I am not afraid to die. Yeah, which is funny because even Mormont's like, shut the fuck yeah. up, dude. Like, the raven picks up the die. Die! Yeah. Which, and, fuck uh, raven. He asks John, like, he says, you know, that that's not going to happen, you know. Nor live, I hope. Like, we're um, not going to yeah. kill you. Like, Unless you plan on, you know, biding your time and running off again. It's... <laughs> Like, again, like, he was just fucking harping on that yeah. shit. Yeah, like, I do love, well, I do like Mormont says, you've not deserted yet. If we beheaded everyone who rode to Molestown, only ghosts would man the wall. Which, like, yeah. just the presence of ghosts in this, I just thought was fucking ridiculous. And yeah, and yeah, and then he just immediately is like, oh yeah, and the thought you were just having ten seconds ago yeah. on my stairs. And so, yeah, he, he asks him if he, do you think going down is going to bring your fucking father back? No. No, so shut the fuck up but no he that's what like what makes you so much stronger than the armies surrounding your brother what makes you so mighty that you are going to make mormont gets like incredulous because he says when john says no like i don't think i can bring him back he says good we've seen the dead come back you and me and it's not something i really want to see again (laughs) like and yeah, asks like, well, yeah, what the fuck are you gonna do? He's got all his bannermen, all these high lords around him. Like, you, you're that good of a swordsman. You're gonna protect him more so than they ever yeah, could. Yeah, I like that he even mentioned. He's like, my sister's down there, probably riding with your brother. Yeah. You think I don't want to be by her side, fucking making sure that she's handling her business? Like, and John has no answer to that. And yeah, he says you, you aren't the only one touched by this war. Uh, I can hardly stand to be around my sister, the wretched woman, yet that doesn't mean I love her less than you, the love you bear for your father or your half-sisters. And he thinks, well, maybe it does. I don't know. But he says, you don't see me few, uh, running off. My place is here. Where is yours, boy? And I think this is the first good answer that he finally gives. Yeah. I don't know where my place is. That's what he's been Debating this whole chapter. He thinks chapter. in his head, I have no place. I'm a bastard. No rights. No name. No mother. And now, no father. And Mormont says, I do know. 
Uh, cold winds are rising, snow. Beyond the wall, shadows lengthen. Cotter Pike reports herds of elk and mammoths streaming southeast toward the sea. The Shadow Tower reports whole villages abandoned. Corrin Halfhand. So, do you think that any of those elk are going to be ridden by cold hands? Um, maybe Cold Hands is shepherding. He's well, that's what I'm wondering. Like, that's sea. what I think. He's like fucking. I don't know. He's maybe. Noah up there bringing the fucking old races back down. Maybe. Like, uh, yeah, we get Corn Half Hand. He yeah. took a captive who says Mance Raider is massing people in some stronghold he's found. To what end, the gods only know. And do you think your Uncle Benjamin is the only ranger missing of late? And John thinks, no, there have been others. Yeah, he missing. knows that for sure. And so, yeah, uh, just to really quick break it down, uh, Carterpot, yeah, the the uh, Elk and Mammoth, Shadow Tower reports whole villages abandoned. Do you think that's them massing with Mance, or is that sketchier? I think that's more Mance stuff, yeah, okay, uh, cool. not like the whites and coming then, in. And then, obviously, the last corn half-hand in the Mance Raider thing is just entirely set up for Clash, because yeah. John is going to be, Head, yeah, is your sword sharp, but... Jon Snow? And so, yeah, he and you think your brother's war is more important than ours? It's not. God save us, boy, you're not blind or stupid. When dead men come, do you think it matters who sit the throne? I really like that line, because I think that's going to... Did I cut you off? Or you? Oh, okay, you just had a weird look on no. your face. He's just got a weird face. You everybody. didn't say the Iron Throne. Fucking... You just said the throne. That's all I wrote. Well, like, write the actual fucking quote next time. I didn't put quotes around it's it. It's the so. fucking Iron Throne. Paraphrasing. Give it its proper fucking title, I'm please. done with your shit. Well, respect the fucking material. Respect the Iron Throne. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. You think it matters who sits the Iron Throne when literally we just fought fucking whites yeah. and you had to burn it in our fucking tower. Yeah, he says, like, your father sent you to us, John. Why? No one can say. All I know is the blood of the first men flows in the veins of stocks. The first men built the wall and it said they remember things other ones have forgotten. Whoa. That's all I wrote of that quote, so I don't know if you have more that you I wanted do. to read. And that beast of yours led us to the whites, warned you of the dead men and the steps. I think you were meant to be here, and I want you and that wolf of yours with us when we go north of the wall. So, more monster skin changers, that's why he knows. So, uh, <laughs> at, least it's, at least it's not fucking Bolton. Hey, Bolton's still, and it's like Halloween time, like, Bolton is prime material right I now. I wish I didn't say a fucking thing. Okay. And speaking of Bolton, so, no, kid- Mormont. <laughs> so,. The blood of the first men is in the stark veins. Star, uh, first men yeah. built the wall. It said they remember things otherwise forgotten. Yeah. Green seers. Green seers. Yes. The, Children of the that, forest. Yeah. Like, like all of it. Just everything mixed into one there with the remembering and knowing. And... I want you and that wolf of yours with us when we go beyond the wall. Uh, and also to, you know, the wolf led us to the, the beast on the right. stairs and all that fun stuff. Uh it's done all the work. I don't care about you. Can I have your dog? <laughs> I, sure, that too. But I just, I'm really fucking caught on the line where Mormont said, your Lord Father sent you to us, John. To why, who can say? Like, is there more to Ned's motive for sanctioning I, this? I don't think that, personally. 
um, that it's more of the protection, like, of... Yo, Mormont's got this crazy prophetic raven dancing around on his shoulder. I'm not saying that, like, that, like, Mormont's not seeing And he, some now he's just the, set straight right. up saying, like, yo, you're, like, one of the first men, so, like, we're just gonna have you here so you can do some cool shit for us at yeah. the wall. Can you be our magic guy like, up yeah, here? Yeah, can you just handle that department? Like, the others is you. You wh- got that. I'll handle Mance Raider. You kill the otherworldly beasts. You're my steward. Awesome. <laughs> and so, yeah, John gets starts getting pumped beyond he the wall. He gets a Fuck chill yeah. of excitement that runs down his back. And Mormont continues, I mean to find Benjamin Stark, dead or alive. I'll not meekly sit and wait for the snows and the ice winds. The Night's Watch will ride in force against the king beyond the wall, the others, and anything else that might be out there. I will command them myself. And he goes on. Yeah, to... he asks John a, qu- a question. Or is that not where you were going? Oh, no, I was just going to say, by custom, the Lord Commander Stuart oh, yeah. is also his squire in battle. But I'll not be worrying you've run off again. And then he, he says, are you with me or just a bastard playing at war? Hmm. And John says, or for the educated, are you a brother of the Night's Watch, or are you just a bastard boy who wants to play at war? For those who read the text and quote it correctly, get over yourself. And John thinks, (laughs) I'm of the Night's Watch. I'm going to interrupt you there with a terrible impression and a misquote again. I don't, yeah, what was that from? Who quoted, what was that? Oh, John said that. Oh, uh, yeah, okay. John thinks, forgive me, Father, Rob, Aria, Bran, I cannot help you, this is my place. And uh, he says, I am yours, my lord. Yeah, see, I'm with the Night's Watch. Your, your man, I swear it, I will not run again. Good, now go put on your sword. Hey, Did I get that yeah. one right? Fuck yeah. Well, one he also snorted. Um, <laughs> I didn't finish before you started cheering, so the snort was there. I cut, oh, I okay. cut it off. Cool. Work. Yeah. And that was John's <laughs> final chapter in the Game of Thrones. Um, a lot. Of, this one I think was just heavy. I mean, it was obviously heavy as I pointed out with the red, but the uh, well, from mentioning the old Nan stories in his past, the, the Flory, yeah. and the, the uh, Flory and the Fool, and like then bringing up uh, you know Mormon, especially with the the mysticism, the children, yeah. the knowledge. Like it was just very. This felt like a brand chapter. Very heavy mm. in that magic mysticism. It also and... reminded me heavily, like, because I always forget it, but the Mormons are a fucking northern house. Like, yeah, you know, well, that's like, why they, was... they are aware of, like, like the I, customs. I joked and... about the skin changer thing, but that's kind of where I was alluding yeah, to yeah, with like, that. Like, they're well aware they of. They could very well be somewhat they attuned ha- to They have rumors as... of their house as well. And with about the. Things. And with, yeah, like, with that the... they shape change into bears to, and shit. Exactly. And, yeah. Or mate with them. Exactly. To crazy children and so, the, like magic is kicking up again who's to say that Mormon's not getting some tingles because well, like uh, in my opinion I'm feeling like that would be more with the raven the association of that well, sitting that there kind of being at the wall this right. hinge well, of yeah, the world as the, it's the described like well. which is supposedly imbued with magic as well like Mormon's Kind of in the perfect yeah. position to right. be the catalyst that, and as you mentioned during John's last chapter you that what was going after, after Mormont. Mormont. 
why more? Yeah, specifically? why more? Clearly, he's got. Just maybe to... he's capable of countering. And well, that's it. Maybe there always like there needs to be a Stark at Winterfell. There needs to be a Lord Commander for the Wall's magic to hold. And like, so the Whites are just automatically going yeah, after the Lord Commander. Yeah, disassemble the Lord Commander. You you break it down. We have an opening. But that's why Jon Snow being dead at the end of Dance is so. It's like, daunting. It, yeah, because there there currently is no Lord Commander right now. Right. And so, like, that could be the opening the Whites and White Walkers need. But uh, you got an inductee? Oh, fuck. Yeah. Um, I'm going to give it to the collective of his friends. Oh, yeah, yeah. Like, for... The posse? For, you know, going out in the middle of the fucking night with some fucking shit, like... Working a long day without sleep, all to make sure that their friend doesn't get fucking. Yeah, no, they definitely the loyalty there. Like uh, by the end of this book, uh, he has done well to establish this group as like these are friends. They care about these each other. Yeah, they're, like they're brothers they at this are point. Brothers. Yeah, that's, so, yeah, that's yeah, a good I'm gonna, one. I'm gonna bring in his his group of friends. I was there. similar, but mine was just gonna be Samuel Tarly yeah, see, I almost for his now the long bottom mm-hmm. moment of yeah, just going in, and especially John, who's this badass. John came in here with the suave hair. He's the angsty teen. Like all the girls think he's mysterious. Like he's fucking Edward from Twilight. Yeah, and oh. and Sam like Andy. You know he's he clearly likes Sam and is friends with Sam, but like Sam's essentially putting himself as an offensive against him saying no like don't do this and so that yeah sam like sam really came into his own in these john chapters too fuck yeah and like sam's growth in it and i it's so funny because my first read through i detested sam tarley i've always been a fan of yeah you definitely have uh, you always tend to like those yeah yeah. cheery guys hurley and lost and, and so those are our inductees we did get one from uh our well, I was going to say our favorite. Our, our French friend. Our French friend. There you go. Yeah. I almost said our French fry. Our French fry. <laughs> Julian, you're our French you're fry. You're our French fry. Hell yeah. I'm sorry that that's so creepy. That's he adorable. He says, uh, hi, Nate and Zach. Jesus, did I like that chapter. I guess you could induct Pipper Gren or every friend of John who caught up with him and brought him back. You did that. Yeah. However, I love this chapter because of the beautiful lessons that the old bear gave John. Ghost is too smart to attack a bear, it says. And then John is too smart to attack the old bear. You know, you actually, like, you should, like, do you just want to do the podcast for me? Because <laughs> that was something. He did that to me last chapter. I felt like this, this, that was something I wanted to note that when, when Ghost falls behind, John thinks, uh, he'll fall, he'll call, catch up. Cause like, he's not going to go after, there's nothing in the woods that can hurt him. And he, like, I He's not going to go after a bear, yeah. I mentioned that. Oh, you did? Yeah. Oh, I don't I listen when you talk. I didn't make the Mormont connection like that. Like uh, You Julian usually misquote it, so I don't know. You, you could know. have thrown <laughs> in like, a fox or an owl. Well. And so, yeah, no, Ghost is too smart to attack a bear, and then John backing down. Like, that's a fucking brilliant comparison. Uh, or his ass is being so turbo-kicked, he has no clue what to say back. I absolutely adore how eloquent and instantly right Mormont is with every sentence he speaks, definitely. John, the teenage gets teenager, gets lectured big time. Moreover, the conversation cements a few cold hard truths. One, John is the key piece of the whole story. Mormont knows it and clearly takes the role of growing him to be the man he is supposed to be. Two, the cold winds are rising. Yes. Heart emoji. Three, the wars for the throne don't mean shit compared to the fight against the dead. That sounds clear as water here. Absolutely. And so my inductee is definitely the old bear, Mormon, yes. and the crow. And the crow. As I remain intrigued by it's that smart crow. Definitely. So it can hang out. Valor de Harris. 
wonderful inductee. Thank you, Julian. Great uh, points. Great points, yeah. But, and great inductee, Old Bear. It, it really, more so even than Ned Stark, it really bothers me how much, what happens to Old Bear. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because he's betrayed by his own men, man. And he is so about the Night's Watch and yeah. just doing what they're supposed to do. So. so, speaking of Julian, I did want to mention uh, he had asked me on Facebook about the prequel series. Yeah, that was yeah. some uh, decent news. Yeah, I woke up to this morning first uh, to the bad news that he was asking me about, that the Longest Night prequel is no-go. They have declined it. It was R. a I. P. pilot to series. And Sorry, then they Naomi said no. Watts. Um, then later in the afternoon, new news was revealed that the... House, what is it? The Dragon House of Dragons. House I of see, Dragons is the Fire and Blood Targaryen prequel series, and that has been greenlit, and that is a go. And so, all aboard the fucking hype train. Here we go, man. Woo, woo. And so, I'm pretty excited for that one. I'm quite disappointed about the longest night. Yeah, whether it was going to be good or like not. That, like I'm, I'm so curious about that because they aired a, they aired a pilot for it. Yes, they did not air it. It's never, it's uh, not seen footage like it they made a pilot they were just like that but it i don't know they they didn't release yet why that's that's crazy to me because the long night is such an interesting time period in this world the golden age man but not not that i'm going to uh petition to have fucking well i I don't petition for anything really speaking of big news the showrunners for game of thrones stepped back from the star wars as well, which is unfortunate i i mean i mean a lot of people think it's the wonderful greatest thing i don't really want to get caught in the politics of it um i mean i i like leave them alone man yeah like like, get just fucking (laughs) the show's done enjoy it and so yeah oh well but you know we have the the new house of dragons to look forward to which if you've read fire and blood you'll know uh we could be in for some shit because i'm not quite sure how that's going to go based on what fire and blood was the weird it was a history yeah i mean i've read but i i'm fucking super excited because there was a lot of information in fire and blood that intrigued me especially with the mysticism part of yeah, it yeah. and valeria just always gets my brain fruits yeah so maybe we'll either have some patreon episodes or kind of like the last season of game of thrones a, a mini mini offshoot series of that or something so when we get more news on that we'll oh yeah yeah we'll, we'll definitely probably it. cover it when it airs because but why the fuck no yeah why not so, anyway if you would like to send us your inductee as our friend julian did you or can. if you'd just like to let us know that we're fucking obnoxious you can write us in many ways. Yeah, our email is withoutmannersbrotherhood at gmail.com. Uh, our Instagram, at mannerswithout. I'm on Twitter, at mannerswithout. Zach's on Twitter, at carstark92. We are on Facebook, facebook.com slash brotherhoodpodcast. And our Patreon, of course, where we have some sweet bonus content, awesome episodes. We've got a few up there that are the sample chapters from Winds of Winter where we're doing a reread. Mm. So if you want some current content, some of the latest, then uh, go ahead and head over there. That's patreon.com slash without manners, of course. Yeah. Uh, next episode, because we are getting down to the wire here, we're going to be reading Catelyn 11, Catelyn's final chapter in A Game of Thrones. And the second to last chapter of the book. We'll be getting uh, the conclusion of book one's war uh, for Rob Stark and the North. We're getting the uh, last chapter from Westeros. Yeah, and then we'll be heading over and joining Daenerys. Daenerys for the final chapter of hers and of the book. And so 
lots of exciting stuff. Danny uh, and Catelyn are yeah, I mean, really great chapters. King in the North, we're getting King dragons. The North, we're it's going to be good shit, man. Uh, and then we're going to be doing one last big wrap-up chapter where we'll give our what we think are the inductees for the whole book, the person who either had the best character growth, all that fun Whatever, stuff. Discussing we, all of it, you know, know, the themes, motifs. Like, it'll, it'll be a, like a college lecture. I de- I, I, no, shut no, the fuck up. Uh, no. I am not researching. Oh, well. I'll do some research. Yeah, you're going to do something. I do research. It's not a college lecture. It's no. just two idiot brothers fun. bantering about the Game of Thrones, the first book but in George R.R. R. Martin's A Song of Ice Fire series. Then comes our short little break, and then we dive into Clash of Kings. I'm not even fucked ready for Clash yeah, of Kings, Yeah, it's going to be wild. It's going to be so wild. I haven't wild. even taken it off the shelf yet because I'm just so excited because yeah. I've still got a note for our wrap-up episode and all that fun stuff, and we still got to record Catelyn and Danny. Yeah. So... All right. Well, guys, hopefully you'll join us for those and write into us. Let us know what you think, and we'll Thanks catch you on the next one. Thanks for listening. Bella DeHarris. Peace. Why do I always throw my hands up when I say Bella DeHarris at the end of an episode? I don't know. Because you get into it. Do you ever throw your hands up? I throw my hands up a lot during when we're talking. Cool. Yeah, we're both gesture